0: The internet broke. Yeah, wouldn't be a live show without technical difficulties. That was good. I enjoyed that. That was 20 minutes of a study in sheer terror. It was wonderful. (laughs) I've never had so much fun in my life. Thank you, um, the internet, for um, being all anxiety. (laughs) It's very kind of you. I appreciate it very much. to Twitter comment 2016 joining us around the table for this particular segment is uh, <gasps> Timothy Swan <laughs> I'm the producer it's fine I'm on this <laughs> I know what I'm doing David Wynn and Mike, Mike. George Oh, I get a cheer. Excellent. Yeah. For I'm Yay for Tim
1: also. <laughs>
0: Yay! <laughs> oh. and um, thank you very much for making that journey. Uh,
1: how was it? How about the roads? Let's talk about
0: roads. Let's be men. Oh, I, I was
1: literally thinking this as I was driving down. I was thinking, why is that like a masculine orientated yeah. stereotype to say, oh, which way did you come? How was the M25? Oh, always a bit bad. That one. Hate that one. Have you got a favourite motorway? I mean, I do have a favourite motorway, but I really <laughs> resent that that's a thing that I have. Is, is it because like there's a subtext
0: yeah. to all of those conversations where we're really saying I'm so scared and terrified of life um, and I don't know how to deal with it so um, I'm going to talk about roads and I hope neither of us think about our mortality during this conversation
1: I mean for me talking about motorways is like a very big way to trigger my sense of mortality <laughs> yeah, because absolutely. I think the closest I ever came to death was on a motorway oh god oh, I'm so <laughs> sure. no 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 it's not don't worry I'm not feeling kind of triggered because I just spent yes. two hours on a motorway so the conversation about it is less less triggering I, am, so.
0: I up until very recently I used to find uh, travelling cars very tricky you used to oh, trigger my anxiety yeah. I didn't like <laughs> it at all because <laughs> I'd sit there assuming that I'm about like it's the sense of impending doom <laughs> not that my wife's driving is very good I have to say it's <laughs> not really good at all it's just um, she's not listening issue there's probably, probably something
1: yeah. about either the sense of non-control maybe yeah, if you're probably, a passenger that I don't think helps in that situation but I've
0: never been inspired to learn to drive really I've had a couple of lessons I oh, know a couple of tests and I've found
1: oh I'll sort this and then there's like the personal responsibility thing you meet some people who are like I couldn't live with myself if something went mm. wrong so you can't live kind of as possible exactly. I think the problem situation. is that Batman isn't a real thing because if Batman was a real thing and he stopped off and he said I need you to drive the Batman wheel, yeah. <laughs> then of course you're going to know how to drive beforehand because that might
0: happen that's true yeah. I suppose so oh can you drive the Batmobile for me I'm feeling a bit uh, tense this yeah. evening I don't think I can handle it
1: oh. yeah just just drive over the Joker you know? yeah, yeah or he's,
0: he's had my arm off or yeah. something I don't know yeah. he could <laughs> probably he's an American car so he could probably drive it with one arm couldn't he <laughs>
1: set the cruise control yeah, yeah. automatic gears and you know what? It turns into a bike as well, which fits with you, James, perfectly, because you're very good at the bike.
0: Did I mention? Uh, <laughs> as you know, recently. Uh, become a actually, um, beautifully, Lady Scoragold is, is in the room with yeah, us. Um, oh, lady. beautiful, Lady, lady. Hello so lady turn away from the bike no. uh, mm. the wonderfully named um, bike. Scarlet's bike um, is behind it, and Scarlet called her bike Man so <laughs> Scar- Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a little family? I guess. It would be weird though, right? I mean I suppose it is kind of yeah. like what you get in nobility, don't you, know, Lord and Lady I suppose so. But it would be weird if in a family one you know yeah. the male one was called man in yeah. the female one was Why not? Uh,
0: and to us score a goal sounds like a, a silly surname, but where that come from it's very common, it's like Smith. Yeah. And often in my family I'm often called the bike. I've heard not just in your family to be fair
2: well true true you know if you read the toilet balls then that's
3: going to (laughs) happen I
0: know (laughs) i wrote most of (laughs) it
2: yeah you must stop putting my telephone
0: number on I can't help it I'm I'm going back and listening to our output and it's weird because I'm echoing. but it is working it appears appears to be working we can sustain any amount of
1: weirdness as long as it's working
0: yeah I can add a weirdness as long as it's working thank you for those of you who've hung in with us Um, I should probably tweet at some point that we're back on air
1: um I've tried to tweet out Facebook yeah. out to anyone who I've Brilliant. kind of connected to you know draw them into to listen but you know, hope that I am yeah. like a, a oh. sufficient draw hmm. but like I messaged uh, my fellow colleagues who are training to be clinical psychologists so we may well have a whole bunch of clinical psychologists trainees <laughs> well, listening but that's good because I
0: kind of, of want to talk to you about stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. hopefully thought, if, that, if that's much. okay because yeah, no, we had um, uh, a really lovely conversation yeah. with George and Beth earlier yeah. yeah, about I was listening, um, I was listening. our experiences of um, being part of The the mental health care machine. So, and we've invited you along to answer for it (laughs) (laughs) now.
1: Really, it's what was really as i was driving so it was really i wanted to say and not that you kind of need the validation but just thank you for how open mm. you guys both were about that i mm. as a mental health professional I like, really appreciated hearing and i imagined that people listening who hadn't got the kind of knowledge that you had from going through the system yeah. either in a positive way or a less positive way like might appreciate hearing about it and not in a kind of sugar-coated way. Yeah. Sure. So I guess when some people talk about their experiences, they don't yeah. want to
0: necessarily... i I'm going to say goodbye to my daughter. She's all, have a lovely Aww. evening, my darling.
1: Bye. Take
0: <laughs> care, Scarlet. Oh. <Aww. laughs> have a lovely time. Oh. There, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's a unicorn.
1: Yeah. What a
0: beautiful unicorn. I'm going to put it there.
1: It's Rainbow Dad. Oh, fantastic. Have
0: you got her wings. That's, that's okay. True. You can do those tomorrow when I see you. <laughs> I almost missed that finger up your nose <laughs> sorry about that no, this, it's,
1: <laughs> yes. right, the this list
0: never list. happens on Radio 4 <laughs> but maybe
1: it would be better if there wasn't yeah. a family been, kind of
0: feel it would have improved the Today programme
1: <laughs> but um. so yeah I think a lot of when people kind of talk about it in a spot, especially in kind of campaigns and stuff they don't want to say mm. it can be really difficult and patchy and all mm-hmm. these things so yeah. the real truth in what you said I really appreciated and I suppose it was especially challenging for me because over the last year, Bedfordshire is where I've been working on placement. Mm. So you know, kind of the Dunstable and Leighton Buzzard area has been my patch to some extent. I thought, but I thought
0: Beth was really open. It was it was really uh, and really, really enjoyable conversations. So
1: I, it did feel a bit like oh, am I coming in and I've got <laughs> you know to keep all of these answers but it does feel like wrestling with just the Mm. the dilemmas of as you kind of identified the Mm funding stuff we had some uh, teaching this week from someone who's really involved in like service transformation Mm -hmm. at quite a high level and, uh, What does that mean, service? The service transfer. I guess it's about, like, trying to actually improve the access that people have to services. Yeah. Okay. And especially, it's a big project in young people services at the moment because mm-hmm. the waiting times in adult services are, are bad. They yeah. are. But these waiting times in children's services can be even more problematic and a lot of oh, people gosh. not getting, um, seen. So. It's a real kind of crisis point at yeah. the moment, it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And what this uh, person who's helping to try and get more access for service users, um, you know, families, people to the services said, there's no like way to compel NHS funding to go on things you want it to go on yeah. from the central government. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise this. No, I've, I've right. worked in the NHS for the last three-ish, four-ish years, Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess I'm new to the NHS in some ways, but more inside Mm -hmm. it than, you know, the average member of the general public, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. if you give money to a CCG, who are the people who actually pay for Mm -hmm. the care, um... They can spend it on what they like. You just have to have a kind of gentleman's agreement with them that they'll spend it on child mental health. And the,
0: the the CCGs, the clinical, um, the, the, commissioning, the group. commissioning groups. Yeah, that's it. Which um, uh, were brought in after the, what was the name of the act? Health the? and Social Care Act, 2012. Oh, yeah. So, and it's, it, it was. Um, I, I'm going to be cynical. Um, <laughs> it, it was. It was brought in to increase competition yes. vis-a-vis introducing private care, uh, private sector caregivers into the NHS and creating a competitive environment for NHS trusts to sell their services, it is basically then kicking open the door of private sector um, provision within the NHS.
1: Absolutely. And what stunned me was that central government, the Department of Health, you mm. know, could say, we're giving, and this is what they're doing at the moment, £1.25 mm. billion pounds more to young mm. people's mental health care. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: But the CCGs have no obligation to spend that money on mental health in general, Mm -hmm. let alone children's mental health. And what's happening at the moment is is that that? there's such a funding shortage all throughout the whole health and social care system Mm -hmm. that CCGs are Mm prioritising not closing A&Es over children's mental health services. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go and attack my colleagues in physical health services and, you know, mm. the commissioner's choices are made because there's not enough money, because yeah. the system isn't there mm-hmm. to support people coming out of acute hospital well, care.
0: Wasn't it um, a, a report today saying that um, NHS A&Es were um, as under pressure this summer as any given Christmas winter period? Mm. So you expect your peak to be over the winter. We've peaked in terms of the stress... In, in the summer, it's very worrying working within an NHS trust about to go into a winter season, it's really concerning.
1: Mm. And so, I guess that there's that trouble is that the mm. accountability is really fragmented. Yeah, and yeah. one of the things that this person suggested was that actually local health and wellbeing oh. boards, a thing I literally heard of this week, yeah. are the place that as a member of the public, you should badger those people if you think that services are not well enough commissioned, that there's Mm -hmm. not enough resources, that there's Mm -hmm. too big waiting times. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, those are the people who are telling the CCG what to do. And so if you're following the money, I guess that's where you need to go. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's weird being a tiny cog in that absolutely huge Mm -hmm. machine that is the NHS. Mm -hmm. You know, at the moment I'm in training and so I'm, you know seeing different people and I feel like I'm doing my little thing but I'm aware of how huge the system's kind of gaps Mm -hmm. are and the reality is psychologists are only seeing people at the absolute top end of complexity and mm. of severity. And that's not necessarily the way it should be, but mm-hmm. it is the way it's become. Because psychologists are really mm. expensive. Yeah. It's gonna cost a lot of money to train mm-hmm. me and then I am gonna be paid comparatively quite well to mm. some other professionals and there's different mm-hmm. reasons for that. And mm-hmm. one thing is the level of training that you get. Mm-hmm. But that really bottlenecks mm-hmm. how many people can become psychologists. Yeah. Yeah. Um loads of people do psychology at university. It's a really popular mm. subject. A good number of those people do kind of postgraduate psychology positions or, um, you know, like graduate therapist positions, but the training places for them to become full psychologists cost so much money mm. that there's just not enough of them. So it's an incredibly competitive application yeah. process yeah. that then you come up with a tiny few people like myself and my colleagues going through into an NHS which is desperate even in its current setup for more mm-hmm. psychologists yeah so I don't know we've, we've kind of changed the energy maybe by going off in this direction but it, no, no, no. it is just I think worth noting mm-hmm. how straightened I guess just all that kind mm-hmm. of that throughput is yeah so it perhaps is not. It's not right, but it's mm. not a surprise that it's really hard for people who need a psychologist mm-hmm. to, to see what It's
0: definitely Jermaine, the one that we we were, we were mm. talking about, yeah. though, because yeah. um, my experience—I'm not sure this the same for Beth, but my experience of the, the professionals I was—I I actually met—was they were very well trained, yeah. and they really seemed to care. It's just they're, an, as I think you've illustrated, they an exceptionally finite resource. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in a in, a, in a, an environment where funding is so stretched, then that finite resource gets even more so yeah.
1: i 'm um, very struck by what you said about the very individual nature of mental yeah. health, not always fitting yeah. with the way that services mm-hmm. are provided yeah. at I don't want to say the lower level, but I guess I mean like in a kind of tiered system. No, but but, but
0: in, a, in, a, in an acute setting, it's more straightforward because you come in with X, then you you know you, you've yeah. got a broken bone. It can be broken in a you uh, know in almost infinite varieties of ways, but the treatment is generally going to be the same, and you'll get the yeah. same yeah. end result for us that's not the case is it for
1: necessarily and um, so I was thinking about like you said about group interventions mm. so there's this big big project called IAPT, Yeah. which was brought in probably about coming up 10 years ago uh-huh. because this was a problem 10 years yeah. ago but there wasn't any mm. interim there wasn't any alternative you just waited you know 12 months 18 months to see a maybe more in some Mm -hmm. places to see a psychologist and that's the only (laughs) resource that there was so they brought in IACT and it's very controversial in some ways because of the um, particular way it approaches things of being principally but not universally CBT orientated which Mm -hmm. is really good for some people but it's not for everyone can I can I ask a question about CBT Uh, and it's a cynical one okay
0: um, is CBT offered so readily because um, practitioners of CBT come in at a lower level compared to, say, for example, I had so I had psychodynamic counselling, yeah. which you know uh, I, I don't know how I would describe the role of the person. I, I guess psychiatrist is probably as good a place to start as any, whereas the CBT seem to be um, uh, They definitely didn't seem to be psychiatrists.
1: is it cheap basically
0: compared to more clinical sort of
1: well not CBT like itself Mm. like CBT is a therapy that can be done in an Mm -hmm. intensive way or in a shorter term lower intensity Mm. way and perhaps compared to some other therapies it's more able to span between three sessions six sessions incredibly low intensity thing through to Year long or more programs, mm-hmm. yeah. um, whereas something like psychodynamic psychotherapy, although you have yeah. probably the briefest possible kind yeah, of sh- version, sh- sh- which sh- is sh- incredibly sh- rare in <laughs> my understanding yeah. of for something psychodynamic, mm. so there is probably something on the time scale. Mm. So, the reason that services prioritize CBT is A, it is mm-hmm. economical, yeah, um, and the way it's done is especially mm. aimed towards that, uh, B, it has. An evidence base that fits the kind of logical positivist outlook of the right. NHS. And right. I might have some issues with that, mm-hmm. but if you're looking out there for studies in the traditional scientific kind of manner, mm-hmm. traditional understanding of what constitutes knowledge. Hold on a second. Okay. We're out again. Oh, oh, I am so sorry.
0: okay so sorry about that we are now back uh we're still with tim uh we have beth david and george with us and when we got so horribly booted offline earlier um uh, i put tim in the uncomfortable position of um uh, defending the nhs's provision of mental health services which isn't his fault he's not here to speak for the nhs in official capacity at all nor am I. Yeah, <laughs> True. I come to that. Um, uh, although, although the world I inhabit is somewhat less interesting than yours, but, but I enjoy it. It's fine. Uh,
1: so I can't actually remember where we were. So I suppose I was talking about what the government did about 10 years ago to try and solve, mm-hmm. solve being the strong, the <laughs> yeah. strong word there, uh, the issue that people weren't getting mm. access to therapy. Yeah. And they brought in a programme that's called IAPT, which means Improving Access to Psychological Therapies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose you are asking, is CBT the economical option? Is mm. that why it's so prominent in the NHS? Yeah. And I think I'd start to say, well, if you take a kind of very rigid um, (laughs) traditional scientific approach there is more evidence for cbt it's much more quantified Mm -hmm. than a lot of the other therapies but it is perhaps more cost-effective and the idea behind iapt was we'll pump in loads of money so that people who would get nothing can get something yeah and that's the idea kind of behind it and it kind of sits as like the first line of Mm -hmm. therapy and guided self-help for people at present and then I guess and clinical psychologists do exist within those services and then beyond that are secondary mental health care services that tend to be where most clinical psychologists sit in relation to working with Mm -hmm. mental health Um, but there isn't obviously there is the issue there that loads of people could do with support I think we were saying off air there's no one who wouldn't benefit from learning some of the kind of psychological techniques you might learn or use in therapy or you know in a kind of group educational like yeah. about techniques session we could all do with that and certainly i would love to see um some yeah. of that stuff done in in school yeah. done in you know personal and social education high oh,
3: stress jobs and things like that
1: absolutely provision for yeah you know psychologists and all of that we kind of get the benefit of we're taught all of this stuff we can apply it for ourselves yeah. um and even so a huge number of mental health professionals are would Be considered to have depression and anxiety. So, in other jobs where psychologically healthy environment, workplaces, organisations, and yeah, the skills given to staff aren't there, there's loads that could be done. So, I want to kind of speak, I guess, like equivocally. Like, there's loads of good that's been done by the program because people are getting something that they wouldn't have got, and for some people, that's enough. Yeah. But if you need more than that, it can be an incredibly long wait and that's where we are at the moment as mm-hmm. the you know coalition and tory government kind of came in and the funding became so so difficult um and i don't want to blame it all on funding because i think uh, you know i'm inspired as a practitioner to try and do better to try and do more and i think there's a lot of practitioners out there who could appreciate the reminder of hearing people saying but mm-hmm. well, we really need you yeah. So there are systemic problems, okay. but if your answer is there's systemic problems, we can't solve that, yeah. that's not going to be enough. We need to mm-hmm. fight for political change, we need to do what we can mm. where we are, we need to invite people mm-hmm. in to have these dialogues and so that we're hearing people's voices. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's a case then
0: um, in terms of the general profile of mental health provision that we're still suffering in terms of the resource that's available to it? I'm not saying, I, I don't just mean cash, yeah. sure. I mean... Um, the number of professionals that are yeah. um, trained to to um, uh, come into the profession. Do you think because it's a long cycle? Yeah. Training a, a training a
1: doctor, training a, a clinical psychologist. Is it a seven-year cycle, the same as a, a? So to become a clinical psychologist you know seven years is like the minimum it would take mm. from someone who's 18 yeah so uh what am i now 27 mm-hmm. uh and so i did a degree in psychology from 18 to 21 i then worked as a support worker uh, and then i worked as an assistant psychologist yeah. which is like the graduate position that you have it roughly it's not sure. the only thing you can do but many many people do Um, before then going on to be a training psychologist Mm -hmm. which then takes three years and then you are through but similarly yeah a doctor has their long training through Mm -hmm. and then has to specialise in psychiatry mental health nursing Mm -hmm. uh, occupational therapy i think tends to be three years Mm -hmm. but Those things, occupational therapy, again, is across physical and mental health. So you've got to draw people into mental health from there. Mental health nursing is competing with general nursing to attract people to go into it. And because, as you say, there isn't a parity in the way that they're viewed, not just on the cash cells, that people probably aren't. And they aren't aware of the job wrong. Chances are a lot of people will have come in contact with a general nurse rather than a mental health nurse. Yes. And so they don't know what the job looks like they don't know what it involves um, so there probably aren't these images out there that people can think of yeah. of what it would mean to be I'd say in that context
4: I'd,
2: can I also just yeah, yeah. But in, that, uh, on on the whole thing of you know so it takes so long to train it mm-hmm. is a long cycle in terms of surfing and all that but also it's quite a difficult field to get into because I mean yeah um, it's incredibly expensive to yes. train in, and it's very hard to get um, any help with that.
1: Absolutely, so. um, we, as part of our training program, we have debates, and our debate for this half of the year was whether clinical psychology, which currently is it's funded by the NHS as a job to train in, yeah, um, they take it really seriously, and that's probably part of the reason why there's so mm-hmm. few. Oh, but on the other hand the work that they're doing is of such a level that it would kind of be wrong yeah. anyway I right, hope we keep pitch the whole debate we really highlighted where bursaries bursaries for sure. nurses are being yeah. cut now right. so if you want to train to be any sort of nurse you don't just get a kind of bursary which means you don't get workers rights you don't get holiday pay mm. you don't get maternity leave blah 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 you have to pay to play now mm. and what yeah. you get is a small bursary that's just general a small means tested bursary and mostly it's loans and you're having to pay (laughs) tuition fees to do it so a job that is already desperately in need and Mm -hmm. I don't want to bring in the whole Brexit side especially Mm -hmm. but that is part of the picture that you know doctors nurses people from outside Mm -hmm. the UK originally Mm -hmm. Are a huge part of that workforce. Mm-hmm. So, if the plan is to get rid of those people, which it is explicitly stated, oh, that right, We, can, we can get
0: rid of all those pesky workers. But the, the idea that Jeremy Hutchinson <laughs> raised,
1: he said, we will train yeah. more. But mm, he said yeah. that mm. he hasn't acted yeah. on that. And what we could do is, if we really wanted mm. to train more, train more and not kick people out. And then we so probably start have a... training
3: now before we leave. Well, yeah, because it's, it's going to be yeah.
4: seven
0: years. the I think yeah. that the intrinsic problem with training more doctors yeah. doesn't fall within a political cycle. It takes no, longer exactly. than a single political Absolutely. cycle. Yeah, right. So um, there's not that. Well, there's, there's no real political benefit. if you look at um, Cameron, uh, a year or so ago, was um, talking up the fact that there were more doctors in the NHS than at any point for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I was but, just going to bring that up. <laughs> he was certainly trumpeting that fact. Yeah, he was. So, well, that was started... Way back, yeah, you know You had nothing to do with, no. new unless doctors. he
3: means immig- including immigration. That, well, you can come yeah. over that, That's
0: done. certainly one way of that's yeah. certainly one way of them increasing. But I, I, I get a little uneasy about the amount of um, foreign national workers that we have in the NHS. Not because I don't want to see them over here. But we're draining resource from elsewhere which makes me feel Um, a little uneasy
1: yeah absolutely I I think that's a a, a Mm. good point because yeah because the NHS is the thing that it is Mm. and all of the good things about the NHS that it's like a hungry beast that will just suck from Mm. Europe you know from places in Africa from Philippines Mm. all these places that tend to provide yeah. I say provide but people yeah. come from those places to yeah. work in the NHS I think that's yeah. good and it's people
0: with skills that are hard to replace <laughs> yeah. it's yeah.
1: certainly like there are a large number of
0: Philippine nurses and why I wrote that it? and it's, well, who's filling those jobs back in the Philippines what about the people who live over there who's looking after them yeah. but you know
1: Brexit we'll get rid of them and we're going to become a different part of that cycle doctors yeah. are going to move to New Zealand and we said the yeah. same thing with psychologists yeah. there's no golden handcuffs on psychologists yeah. you're yeah. not bound to work yeah. in the NHS despite the NHS funding your training it's similar yeah. with doctors yeah. so there's no one, it, it's yeah. Mm. It's not well set up for long term future it wasn't there
4: talk of bringing that in though some sort of golden handcuffs
1: sort of I think that would be the right that's my personal position is I think that would be the right thing to do for expensive trainings like that yeah. but I also think that all trainings because also it's yeah. interesting that the ones where it has been yeah. reduced are the least prestigious it is yeah. things like nurses occupational therapists yeah. radiographers sure. yeah. and psychologists and doctors who are further yeah. up the scale and mm. I'm using it I'm, I keep using inverted commas and of course <laughs> if you're listening you can't hear that well luckily but, <laughs> <laughs> but who are end up further up the pay scale and further up the kind of prestige yeah. scale are next on the list, mm. but yeah, they yeah. are still got a lot more buffers. Mm. So yeah, nursing shouldn't be even a bursary. Mm. It should be you should be paid to train and there should be routes Absolutely. from oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. healthcare assistant yeah. posts and other hospital posts mm. yeah. um, or in uh, you know yeah. mental health community teams mm. from other posts that are Kind mm. of nursing related or OT related or therapy yeah. related, mm. through. In mm. my opinion, that it should be structured uh, in that way to build on people's skills. It's a
0: shame Jane's not here because she'll probably mm. know. Uh, I know that I know the healthcare trust I work for. There's um we there. Are, it's like an apprenticeship scheme for people who just missed out on the nursing mm. courses that they've started. I, I can't remember what it's called, but that seems yeah, very I've positive heard of to me. Like called yeah. advanced
1: practitioner courses, Such which are kind yeah. of. I mean, to, not to get too mm. kind of complex, but like band four mm. roles that yeah. develop people. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, there should be more routes mm-hmm. into nursing. It's actually become quite yeah. academicised yeah. by going to the degree structure. So yeah. I know some brilliant nurses mm-hmm. who did the diploma yeah. and are having to do academic work that yeah. isn't their strong point, mm-hmm. despite the fact that their understanding mm-hmm. of working in mental health would sure. be good enough, mm-hmm. but the way they... Have that knowledge isn't in the traditionally academic way. Mm -hmm. Who kind of their registration is on the line if they can't complete Mm -hmm. degree level work? I I, I feel compelled in the
0: service. I feel compelled to just briefly explain Mm -hmm. that um, NHS pay structures exist within a banding. Um, uh, uh, which are numbered one to nine, nine being consultants, et cetera. And a uh, second time I've said that the day, I'm going to have to stop it. <laughs> um, and and one being the, the, the lowest, which would generally be um, uh, cleaning roles mm. and so forth. Um, uh, so a uh, sort of band four, five, six, a sort of nursing. Yeah, um, and,
1: uh, your first entry level nurse would be a band mm. Five usually a yeah. uh, qualified nurse mm-hmm. so someone who's done the nursing training and the idea mm-hmm. is it was brought in to make every single role in the NHS apart from medics and the highest yeah. level of managers on a completely comparable yeah. pay scale mm-hmm. uh, on like two axes of like management skills and clinical yeah. technical skills yeah. so which is why I can be paid a certain amount because I've got you know, zero-ish management responsibility mm-hmm. but quite a high level of clinical ability whereas a manager... In a certain level, might be paid a little bit more than me because they've got loads of management skills, but they don't Mm. use any clinical skills. And sometimes a really skilled clinical manager, like a head of a clinical psychology service, Mm -hmm. or you know, the yeah lead social worker in a trust or something, is going to be like at the top because they use both of those axes. Sorry,
2: I feel compelled to jump in. and Uh, say it's about um, responsibility rather than ability. Uh yeah, uh, which is. you know, because not everybody with those responsibilities never ha- necessarily has those abilities. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, I maybe described the idealised
1: version. Um, yes,
0: oh, whether... I rather like it. I won't be drawn where <laughs> I sit on that band.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the difference between theory and practice. Really.
1: Yeah. I used to be a band fool. That's,
2: that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: but it is interesting how often actually. This is probably a total yeah. tangent, that... Uh, in some NHS places it becomes like a hierarchy I don't know if you've seen the episode yeah. of Community that apparently is about to be an episode of Black Mirror oh okay um, <laughs> that's what I thought when I saw the little image picture oh right. um, but of the Meow Beans where you get your rank on your arm there are certain settings where it doesn't matter what your job is what your specialism mm. is what your abilities are why you are designated that band I couldn't I what's couldn't, the number on your arm I couldn't remember
0: where I knew it from it was community yeah. was it I, I was thinking maybe Rick and Morty but it was community <laughs>
1: Cool. Yeah, so it was, it was it was a Harmon idea but anyway that's internal yeah. stuff but this is the thing the NHS is so inside baseball that's what I was saying earlier yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all of the issues that I kind of often talk about they're so inside the tent that someone who comes into the service yeah. isn't going to know all of these things mm. and aren't introduced to them, but things that affect them do come out of those, like those staff yeah. dynamics, out of those internal conflicts, so, out of the funding problems all this sort yeah. of stuff. Out of CCGs. I, you, I have
3: no idea the difference between psychologist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist Psychotherapist. The the yeah. They just sound similar to me. I don't yeah. have no idea what they do.
1: Yeah. They're all just Greek words, and this yeah. is the trouble. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think there's an awful lot in like when like in certain diagnoses Mm -hmm. you know and you're like well what does that mean it's like they just translated that greek literally into english you know exactly what it meant um maybe that's me being a bit kind of petty but it does seem like a bit exclusionary that if you don't have a like a kind of political science managerial education in the structure of the nhs Mm. how are you supposed to negotiate just getting help
3: Mm, i've not really had any explanation to me Mm -hmm. as to why psychological therapy is right and what and what, the, and what my psychiatrist I've seen a psychiatrist oh, twice. Mm-hmm. I still don't really know what he does. He's not really. I've not had any kind of information from him even. He's more like a consultant or a doctor.
1: Do you, Would do you, it be helpful to me for me to share my perspective on those different roles? Sure. I was, I was just
0: going I was just gonna say. I, I don't know about your experience, but I, I found that although I, I um, found the encounters I had with people on my journey um, useful. Yeah. And um, often fulfilling in a certain way, yeah. I was frustrated by the lack of discussion about what the yeah. parameters of what I was doing was yeah. expectation setting I didn't yeah. and, and at no point did someone actually deliver a, a diagnosis to me. No. So I, I I say I suffer from depression and anxiety because that's what my doctor wrote on my sick note Mm. but then I also don't know well what should my expectations be should I expect a committee to come marching in and go congratulations James you had the (laughs) pressure in Italian you know it's
3: I think uh, I wanted like a almost like a a menu not not like a menu but like a someone to say so with this you you explore Mm. these themes and you you can expect this kind of result well it's hard to say that actually or whereas this this type of treatment does this this and this mm. but it doesn't go as deep as that or it can go as deep as that if you apply these principles or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. but there was I didn't really have any kind of explanation of other, sort of absolute mm. possibilities yeah. going you could okay so the crisis committee team are going to do this and you're going to receive that treatment under the crisis team or you can go and see these people Or you can self-refer and receive this mm-hmm. there was never any kind of night, like a map or any sort of anything but
4: even when even when the crisis team came in we didn't know that you were under their care until it was told to us by another practitioner further down the line because yeah. we thought they just swooped in and said right this is what's wrong with you you need to go to see so and so whereas um, when we went to see the um I think it was the A and E nurse we went to see. Yeah.
3: The,
4: the psychiatric, psychiatric nurse there. She said, right, well, you're at the minute you're under their care, so you're their responsibility, but then they're gonna move you to such and such a place. And it's like if you don't know who's carrying the can for your treatment at any given time. It was time, hard to try answer, know, wasn't it? Yeah, who do you know who part to, part part to talk
3: to which <coughs> it, again I understand that a lot of it is fragmented in a different department do with different things no, for yeah, a, yeah. a very specific reason. Yeah. But when you're in it, and you're trying to deal with something right in that moment, Mm. you don't really know where to turn. You're kind of back to square one a little bit, because Mm. you think, I've I've kind of taken a big leap here. Something big's happened, but I can't, I still don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And you're kind of saying no, you're saying no, you're saying maybe, but only in a few months' time. still don't really know what I'm doing. It's quite similar
4: to when when I found up to try and sort of get a straight answer from some of these people and was told, well, actually, no, we can't speak to you because of confidentiality issues and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense from where I am because, you know, I, you haven't given permission or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, sh- I shouldn't be able to just phone up and get that information. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you seem to be hitting the same brick walls and you could be given that information. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just seemed a bit sort of...
3: Yeah. I think, I think um, unfortunately, I think I have been... I don't want to cast, say this is exactly the same roadway, but no, no, of I think I have just been unfortunate yeah I'm, I'm in a position to say that now but i can mm. i can say i have been unfortunate in my just my own personal experience I don't mean that the next person going into the same yeah. I went into hasn't received a completely different experience or found an experience you, different You
4: do tend to be an admin black hole as well don't you? <laughs>
3: just yeah I don't, I don't know how this has happened <laughs> you know, I'm that one person and it goes wrong for me. but it kind of yeah I'm, I think I just have been unlucky mm. because and I don't want to say there isn't a great deal of work that goes into behind the scenes of things that I've received but I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I guess that's what you're looking for is,
1: okay, what would have made it easier? It sounds like you said, a map of how the services interface yeah. and maybe a bit of a timescale within that, you know, a crisis team responds in this timeline, a yeah. responds yeah. in that timeline, the wellbeing service responds mm. in that timeline-ish.
3: Uh, and also, I mean, this is kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit. Had I known I could have gone to IACT and self-referred myself, would I be in? Would I have been in the position I was last December? Had yeah. I just say so no? I could have gone there and found something that I that just just did the job, you know, or set me off on a slightly different tangent or a different path that made me not get to where I got
4: to. You just want December. something like when you order a pizza and it tells you what stage your order is in.
3: Yeah, gone, no. No.
4: yeah in the
0: acute setting, you get put on what on the patient pathway, don't you? So there's a set steps that the patient goes through when they present with something and there's steps they go through, which I think maybe depending on what service you, you interact with will be clearer than others. Hmm. And probably I'm going to have to ask you this question, Tim, as you're um, our, our de facto expert. <laughs> <laughs> Is the reason that that doesn't seem to be offered as part of a mental health care patient's journey through the service because it's a little more nebulous as a uh, diagnosis isn't as easy as, yes, that's a broken leg, so we're going to do X, then Y and Z. Because it, 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 it's not I that it's simple, not, it's simple, not or it's just the way mental s- healthcare is organised?
1: Yeah, I think it's sometimes it's the way services are set up, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was in uh, Devon, I was a little bit part of some like, service redesign sure. stuff where they were looking to create a kind of pathways yeah. model mm. that would you know, put you in a kind of broad treatment area. So that kind of, I guess, you know, like mood-related stuff was one pathway. Psychosis was one pathway. Personality was one pathway. Um, And maybe neurodevelopment stuff, like autism and ADHD was one pathway and so on. Mm -hmm. So they weren't going to say, day one, here's your, uh," you know, they'd have an assessment team, that'd be your first port of call. They'd, you know, be specialising in assessment and they'd say, this pathway is probably right For you, they wouldn't say. And here is your diagnosis. Here's the diagnostic book code Mm -hmm. for it, and so on. But at least they put you into that um, Mm -hmm. pathway. But a lot of trusts, I suppose, it's it's more about severity, I think, or risk. That's how I understand it. In my again limited understanding, but you know, Mm -hmm. understanding from some of the inside is, you know, the tiers are a bit like, as you've mentioned, you know, crisis teams. You know, crisis team is for a certain level of of risk. Yeah. A CMHT is for a level of risk slightly below mm-hmm. that. IAPT and GP is for a level of risk somewhat below that. Yeah. Your patient mm-hmm. is above where you'd be yeah. in the crisis team. Yeah. And secure services even higher than that. Yeah. So it often seems to be structured around risk, and there's a good reason for that because sure. the nature of risk in mental health is is very specific. I yeah. suppose.
3: Yeah, I do think it's important mm-hmm. though to have some level of fluidity to mm-hmm. move between mm-hmm. those levels yeah. because I think. I think what I found the struggle was for me personally was that I, 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 I felt like I was in between yeah. I didn't fit in that bracket and I didn't fit in that bracket and I think there needs to be some and that it's so easy for me to say because I don't like in NHS but to say I'm, 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 gonna, I'm here right now but I feel like I could be up there or I could be down here yeah. later yeah. to be able to mm-hmm. A- and yeah, access the, all levels, the interactions between
1: those services, the bridging between mm. the services, that it's not like a new referral, which then mm. just adds in. Adds yeah, you start from again. Yeah, I, I, get, I can hear yeah. you
0: How many? How many times now have you filled in a multi-page uh, mood survey? Oh my! Oh
3: my! God, so millions. <laughs> and, really and you know, you know what boxes to tick yeah. to get the right to get what you want. It's, yeah. That's not I'm right. down
0: five or more days. Yeah, of...
3: yeah, yeah. What numbers? What numbers? Yeah. yeah and that's the thing if you, you know if you just put all those on the <gasps> down, they're yeah, going to yeah. say right okay off you pop to
0: so-and-so right, whereas I, I feel mine in all the time it didn't change anything I mean, yeah. it was always no, I, at it, the time everything was really you know yeah. low mood every day you know it's, and it's, it's nothing nothing changed yeah. nothing no. came of it. <laughs> also,
3: it, it I don't I don't even know if that's a good mm. way of gauging because you're asking the person who's in it to tell them how they yeah. feel but also in the background they've got their mind going but what happens if I say this? what happens if yeah. I say this? what happens if I say this? and what will they think of me if I say
0: this? and they're going to yeah. think I haven't changed I need to improve I need to you know all this, the internal
3: dialogue that's going on when actually you just want to say I feel crap today yeah. which is going to get me access to the really
0: good drugs? exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> shake that tree oh <laughs> metazapine <laughs> thank god
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I shouldn't I shouldn't admit it's, it's, although I've admitted it more than once Metazepine for um, me is one, one of the two, two drugs. I'm on is the drug I would have liked to have been prescribed when I was first prescribed antidepressants because back then I was a clubber and, <laughs> and so I enjoyed taking um and, yeah. and it, it really zonks you out. It, I yeah, I had it for that was mm.
3: basically my medication, the medication I was on, mm. which was fluoxetine. Okay, oh, well, I started on something Can't it then it. I started I was on and I think that I built up some sort of intolerance and it basically stopped working for me Boy. and I think that's coupled with other things led to a very yeah, severe downhill happened, yeah. surge just sort of yeah so when I when that happened to me they changed my medication I went on to metalopean. and it was it probably the worst for time for me so I literally yeah I was <laughs> I was no good to anybody was I yeah. So And I just didn't feel like I was getting anywhere with it, so yeah, yeah. I came off that
0: quite quickly. I think I was on mm-hmm. it for about a month, yeah. and I've been on uh, Trasdane yeah. for a while. No, no. It's, it's no. funny, actually. I, I was originally prescribed to and um, about 20 milligrams, uh, kind of took the edge off for a little while. Mm. Then I really slumped, got yeah. um, pushed up to 40 slumped again and then it was, it was once the mitazapine was introduced in concert with the cytolipine yeah. that I actually started making some, mm. some pro- I, I noticed some progress yeah. and also the mitazapine helped very nice I developed mm-hmm. terrible insomnia mm-hmm. And the yeah. mitesby also helped me get off to sleep and That stay. was my
3: issue Was that I was having these awful nightmares Every single night and Oh it makes you dream lucidly but yeah. Before that before oh, okay. that I was having awful nightmares And it was that I just I couldn't sleep Or when yeah. I had slept I felt like I hadn't So that was yes. just a bit like, Get around that, get off yeah. to sleep And that did help a bit but uh, since I've been off anyway, and, and mm-hmm. in the last what two three weeks, my, my right. medication has mm-hmm. we've lessened it now, which yeah. is great. I'm really happy that's about good. that because mm-hmm. I was starting to get headaches and things, and I sure. felt like that was making me fall poorly. Sure. When actually okay. it was fine. So. It does sound like that's been able to be a collaborative process
1: for you both to yeah. work with mm-hmm. yeah. finding medication that is
3: most helpful to you. Yeah, yeah. It, I did. Feel, I did feel like a little bit it was, a, it was like a a trial and error. Let's try this one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I, yeah, I, I was—I think I was probably looking for someone who knew a bit more about the medications and the side effects mm-hmm. and the different things and how yeah. it might affect me to say, "Well, this is going to help you this way, but you're going to feel a bit crap." Yeah. And then all—I yeah. you know, understand it.
2: Perhaps it affects people in different, different ways. That—that yeah, that is the only thing. Is that? Um, sorry, I'm coming in as a. My, my experience is mo- almost all uh, on the treatment. End, but um, yeah, they—they they, they don't. They they do affect everybody very very differently, and everybody's. Yeah. Um, one of the things is that it, um, it's not exact science. Tim, <laughs> Tim, her, yeah. um, so, but like the, the the science is not exact. in the as in of psychiatry and everything. Yeah, um, and so the you know, diagnosis. What you might be diagnosed with the same thing as someone else, mm. but actually, we don't know the problem is the same problem, no. really. Yeah. So, I've been in yeah. Now, I, yeah. what happened when I was in was I stopped sleeping yeah. completely, <laughs> was sweating profusely, and was really, really irritable with everybody around me yeah. for like the entire time I was doing it. Yeah. But that's because I have it because it affects
4: different people yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. have a different problem well.
2: but, yeah. so, um, but so, tri- yeah. Sorry, so, so, so the trial yeah. and error thing that's something where that should be explained better because yeah. people need to know like we talk about it as if it's going to be like like ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory therefore I yeah. will do these things yeah. and that's so, a but psychiatric drugs like, you can't say yeah. Yeah. oh it's going to do it's going to okay. make you feel this way, and it might have this side effect. Like sort of say that it might have this side effect, and these are the four hundred and seventy side effects oh, that are okay. um, on. You know, those to an action person problem. as well it's really difficult yes. as well yeah. I think I, I was just looking for some more yeah, information. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. No, yeah. I don't want to. But deny I, deny I, think, I think they never what what never gets said. But I
2: knew going in from for reading outside of things. But what doesn't get said to you is the first drug isn't going to work. And yeah. the second drug won't work, and the third drug won't, work. and you're yeah. going to go through all the, mm. and that's one of the things, is there is that you, the, I'm sitting right here listening. Mm-hmm. So the the main recurring thing is like a lack of transparency. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, really. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And then it's such a hard thing to. Where do you start asking questions, or where do you start giving people information? Because mm. whatever it is, it's going to seem a bit scary to the layperson. Mm-hmm. But. There does need to be more information.
1: This is why we were talking earlier about illustration. And I was just thinking, actually, in one of my trainings this week, we saw a video that's shown to young people about going to go into child and mm-hmm. mental health services. Mm-hmm. It's like a two minute animation that explains what sort of roles there are in the yeah. team, what might involve, which was like you know, mm-hmm. some medication, some individual therapy, some group therapy, and some family mm-hmm. therapy. And I thought that was brilliant because in a two and a half minute animation, and I think it tried. Oh no, it was something else that was using actual, no, it was using actual many people's voices. I think it was using somebody being in the service to tell the story. You had an intro to, here's our service and here's what it looks like. And it can still be a bit intimidating. The bit where it says, you might go to a group. I mean, that can be huge for some people, but at least it laid it out in a really clear, concise way. needs some
3: good marketing branding on it doesn't it? You know, you need to get a private company in anyway.
1: I think No boo! I of Leave <laughs> <saying, "Ooh, laughs> <that>, <laughs> you We do need to, <laughs> you need to think about that kind of thing and stuff. So I'm yeah. not just you know, obviously as a psychologist, I do have to say to people, so my role is X mm-hmm. and psychiatry's role is Y. Yeah. Um, so I mean as a quick phrase, I guess psychiatrists are medical doctors. That's what they did first. Is they trained as a medical doctor and Mm -hmm. then specialized in psychiatry and that's why they're the ones in concert with pharmacists in charge of working out the medication because as doctors they're kind of prescribers they're interested in diagnosis of working out what the issue is in that kind of categorical way yeah and Mm. therefore basing treatment on that and they in some places are kind of holding the care together in the in the team Mm. they're the one who's going to say to the psychologist will you see this person to the occupational mm. therapist will you see this person yeah. Yeah. um but then also i suppose it's confusing because then also there's this role of care coordinators uh that exist in teams which is like for people who need a bit more i guess i was going to say attention but i mean as in to be seen more regularly than a yeah, doctor would sure. see them yeah. like weekly bi-weekly monthly yeah. kind of time scale and those are nurses yeah. or. Um, social workers a lot of the time whereas psychologists it is about um kind of talking therapy for the most part or higher level assessment things like autism assessments and the principle tends to be more based on an individual understanding of a person's experiences which the the psychological language would call formulation Mm -hmm. and i guess that's our parallel to diagnosis or our alternative to diagnosis depending on how critical a psychologist <laughs> yeah. you are and um and i think t- to me i guess i am quite a critical psychologist i think diagnosis throws up a lot of questions that it struggles to answer even within a scientific framework sure. hmm. and when you start thinking about it from a more <coughs> critical point of view then you've got to ask questions about the feminist angle on it <laughs> and the um you know ethnocentrism of it yeah and of but to be honest, just sometimes the usefulness of it. For sure. some people, it's incredibly useful because it gives certainty to something that has been yeah. terrifying and confusing yeah. for yeah. years and years and years. And for other people, yeah. it puts them in a box. Yeah. And I embrace both of those perspectives at the same time. I think you have to that for some people, diagnosis is going to make things so much easier. Yeah. And for some sticking
3: the society, yeah. we do like labels, don't we? So
1: and for some people it's going to really limit the kind of treatment because it might not inform if a person is depressed for reasons that are say really childhood based you need something that addresses that if it's because of more recent situations you need something that addresses that if it's about specific kind of post trauma reactions you need to address that if it there's uh-huh. so many different angles on the same yeah. thing that gets the same label that shows the same big umbrella, isn't it? Yeah. and that's the trouble is you need someone who has the time uh-huh. and yeah. space to think in that flexible yeah. way yeah. I think a lot of psychiatrists can and do think in that way mm-hmm. but are also seeing someone for half an hour every three yeah. months yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't want to mm. attack all psychiatrists I think some psychiatrists do think in a mm-hmm. two box ticking way but I bet there's some psychologists who are pretty inflexible yeah. as well yeah yeah, yeah. But the psychologists at least have the privilege and also, mm-hmm. but they have the aim to, what's the individual reason? Yeah, You know, it's kind of that classic mm-hmm. thing of tell me about your childhood, tell me about difficult experiences. Yeah. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: no, no one feels a certain way for no reason. You were talking before about things being rational. Yeah. And I thought, mm-hmm. I often say, It's rational within the like reasons that you had. Absolutely, yeah. That's true. When when you've got a certain set of reasons because of your experiences. You might not even know those reasons, that's why it feels irrational. Yeah, you know, the society around you sometimes or not matching that you know, so you meet people who had a really well like phobia of spiders, I use a really uncharged kind of example. (laughs) (laughs) But like you (laughs) can If you had a really bad experience with a spider as a child, say, you know, a spider dropped Mm. on your face when you were six, Mm. then within those experiences you've learned something about how scary spiders are Mm. that means that your fear of spiders is entirely reasonable within your experiences. And so if I sat down and told you you were irrational... It's not going to help, yeah. but we often persecute ourselves with our like, yeah. meta-commentary. Yeah. Oh, I'm so irrational. Oh, why am I feeling so low? Oh, yeah. all mm. of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. learning, I think you were talking about cognitive processes becoming yeah. something you talk about. Yeah. They're out of the head and yeah. inter, mm-hmm. you can, you're looking at them, yeah. you're not yeah. stuck yeah. inside them. I think yeah. that's it, that's
0: yeah. been one of the most healthy beha- behaviour changes mm. in me since I've been through this, is I'm able to talk about it and not feel guilty for feeling that way as well. Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. And um, I think we certainly put it more, we're, it's more in the forefront of my mind anyway. Yeah. a yeah. how, how George is, is feeling yeah. and how I'm feeling, I will let him know <laughs> if that <laughs> is the case. So, yeah.
1: But yeah, psychologists have the luxury of kind of working with that stuff, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I really want to advocate for the profession, but also say, there aren't enough of us and Beautiful people enough. benefit from saying yeah. more yeah. I think people can yeah. get a lot from therapists who aren't at the level of a psychologist but offer something really valuable in that middle place I do ah. any, any kind of you know more people
3: having similar experiences
0: mm. to me and, yeah. Yeah. I also think though it, uh, passionately believe um, that there is um, also some responsibility for those of us who've been through it and feel able to talk about it and keep talking about it Stay visible. Keep it on the agenda, and make people realise what broad ch- broad church mental health care is, yeah. and and why it needs yeah. more attention and more funding. Because it's not, you know, it's not like a it's specialism where you're a cardiologist and you deal with diseases of the heart. Yeah. And, you know, diseases of the mind. Uh, well, <laughs> so no, To put it in yeah. a really crude manner. Yeah. But, but but illnesses of the mind, psychological illnesses, are as huge. A, a yeah. spectrum of issues, yeah. as I as I guess, um, ailments of the body mm. in many yeah. ways. You yeah. know, so it, it, it it's chronically underfunded. yes. Yeah. I think also the
3: perception of it all. Mm. Like I was having a chat with my mum about mm. about it and saying that you know, people <laughs> say, or you know, wonder wonder what, wonder what the reaction would have been had I been off work with cancer mm. or whatever. We're, We're going, going to, to have, have that, that too. too. So yeah, it's kind of like, like would, what would, what would, would happen have happened if I said my cancer was back? It'd yeah. yeah. been a completely different oh, situation, I think. Definitely. There'd have been yeah. fundraisers, there'd have yeah. be yeah. yeah. been everything, yeah. but it'd been like, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. I, can't I can't help, help that either, yeah. either. But I can't yeah. help this. Yeah. But because people, people think, think because it's in your brain. I cannot because yeah. that's the Have you tried cheering yeah. up? Yeah. you You're trying
0: to do I was saying last night, I had a I almost mentioned it earlier because it's part of our lexicon, we use it all the time. But oh, you overthink things. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs>
2: God. <laughs> God. I
3: think about things as much as it's do all I do. That's what I have to do.
4: But luckily, you've let me know that, so I can just. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I'd thought of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good point. In
1: you know way my thinking. I never thought of that. that.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm,
0: I'm proud i proud of over I overthink. I like thinking in <laughs> that I think I enjoy it.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I wanted to talk about this yes, thing. But I, was, I was doing a kind no, of. No, I can see you making a transition. So I was, was to, well, I was about to. I was
0: about to say, Tim, is there anything further you'd like to say before I do be that transition?
1: Okay, I guess I was just. A lot of psychologists um, and other people get really uncomfortable about the idea of seeing mental health mm-hmm. things as entirely parallel things. Mm-hmm. And part of that, because there's some evidence that if it's seen as a yeah. brain disease yeah, yeah, yeah. that you get into all of the problematic places like yeah. blood tests for schizophrenia, say, mm-hmm. where you're into the territory of all... Well, what's the aim when you can detect it? And what if you detect it at 10? What if you sure. detect it at zero? What if you detect it at six okay. months pre-birth? Okay. And I'll be honest... As a psychologist, I take a really critical view of a lot of these biological positions being the explanation. Sure. There's clearly biological changes yeah. in the brain when someone has what we call, you know, when they have mental yeah. health difficulties, when they have those extremes of like distress. Yeah. Um, but that's because the brain underlies all thoughts. Yeah. Whenever you're thinking differently, <gasps> you have chemical changes in the brain. So someone I'm very skeptical of there being like. A really clear, biological mm. understanding So, like things like three, I tend to use the word psychosis. That tends to be where psychologists sit, and that's like where the British psychological side. It's not just me harping uh, on here, kind of sits. But when you're talking about stigma, mm. I think the argument that's happening, like say between some psychiatrists and some psychologists, mm-hmm. or between mm-hmm. mental health professionals and physical health professionals, is a different argument towards happening in society. Yeah. So, so I can, can say. Oh, you, no, you need to be careful to care when you talk people. about things in terms of disease yeah. to yeah. a professional, but how invalidating can that potentially be? Yeah. Like you yeah. were saying, because the physical health parallels are really important so I find myself in this Mm -hmm. weird straggling position in that I sometimes Mm -hmm. see other psychologists and I say no because to some people Mm -hmm. it's really important to say you wouldn't treat cancer like this because the reality is people don't Mm -hmm. and that people see it as so overlapping with normal experience Mm -hmm. like when you were saying earlier it's like no I'm not a bit down I'm clinically depressed Mm and it's like to me that's like an extreme of the experience that's Mm -hmm. how I do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's something really serious it's something that needs input you know Mm -hmm. support but it's not, uh, in my opinion, like a brain disease that is inherently like broken yeah, in sure. you sure. that can only be solved by like, you know, that sort of thing. Does that make sense? I guess. Yeah. And that's my take on it, because otherwise you get to this problem. Things, loads of things become seen yeah. as like diseases. Whereas, so I often use that as word distress. I think that's my key thing Yeah. There's loads of people who are distressed, mm-hmm. and their way they're thinking all this sort of stuff is in the place of just pain, and we need to work with that pain. And the reality is, the stigma is against suffering, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's against yeah. Yeah, yeah. being honest about that pain. It's about either saying it's a it's a brain disease, It's like almost yeah. like a genetic flaw you have. Mm. Or it's saying it's not real. It's like if um, you can't look at it under a microscope, it's
0: not yeah. real. Well, there, there's an ability to um, withstanding pain. Mm. There? Mm. There's an ability yeah. to. Yeah. I, I think. Um, I hope I'm not being sexist when I say, particularly in male conditioning, the the the. the
3: Take yeah, it like a man. Like yeah, a brain. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, the, the stigma is possibly different. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there's the different sorts of yeah. stigmatism experiences. it's such yeah. a big
3: thing
0: about mental have. Yeah. And I, I definitely think a lot of the stigmatic stuff. I, I, I said I posted about World Mental Health Day on, on Facebook. is for so many years, you know, ringing in the back of my head. with my dad telling me to pull myself together and stop feeling sorry. And stuff. You know, which was often his advice when I was... Now, I know, showing... Showing symptoms, yeah but what was that, What was very strange? He clearly, uh, in the years before his death, was was. Yeah, I'm I <laughs> no <know laughs>
4: expert. Sure,
0: um, but yeah. he, he was <laughs> clearly exhibiting. Well, yeah, <laughs> I suppose oh, like. right. he was clearly exhibiting. um symptoms of someone result. who was... Dictator. His own father was treated with depression. Oh, okay. well, my grandfather actually went and sought help from a doctor and, and
1: it, was, it was... a positive experience. He, yeah, he was... I mean,
0: certainly in the last few years of his life, he was a much happier man than he had been for the, the previous few years. So, yeah. I guess the way I see
1: it is almost like it's like a progression. For people mm. who don't have mental health at all yeah. saying, this is really like physical health. Mm. There's... Like Leave aside yeah. the psychosocial side, there is a biological component. Yeah. It's serious, it's real, yeah. it needs as much attention and support, mm-hmm. it needs money. Yeah. And when people have got their heads around that, yeah. they can say, but let's not uncritically see it as an exact parallel. Yeah, yeah, but that's the yeah. second step. Yeah. Sure. The trouble is, a lot of I find myself a lot in the second step and forgetting mm-hmm. that for a heck of a lot of people in society, mm-hmm. the idea that these experiences are real. Yeah. You know, the the all in the head doesn't mean
3: even more serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still saying it's all in in your head. head. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't mean it's not real. real. That it is, is real. It's in my head. That's, that's what I like. That's my home you're talking about. It's not just
1: like it's not just I like a fire in the town. It's like there's a close. there's a cartoon that I always
4: refer to whenever I'm talking about this where it says like, Oh, the depression's all in your head and then the next panel is someone in the water saying, Well, the drowning's all in your lungs. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's a good parallel, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah I
1: guess I don't know where I'm at as a Professional, you know, but it's so important we having these conversations out loud because yeah. we we don't get to have these dialogues mm-hmm. that often. Mm-hmm. Professionals need to listen. They also need to represent. Here's a basic intro to what we do. We need to be broadcasting. We're here. Come and join us. Come and find us. Come and fight for us because we need your help politically mm-hmm. and a massive
3: more like, more um, understanding. I think yeah. From yeah. the people in power. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I think it's.
0: You're, oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> Get ready for ready it. It's yeah. so one of the main my reasons that I wanted to support Mind with, our, <laughs> uh, with, with what we're doing here. Um, um, uh, seamless Because well, I, I, think I think the ad- advocacy work advocacy they, do they do is they actually do. the best work they do, in my experience. Um, and I really uh, appreciate it um, uh, on a personal basis. So if you would like to uh, donate to our Just Giving pages, justgiving.com forward slash fundraising, Forward slash whi, Um, uh, we would be most grateful if you did that. Uh, Tim uh, and Beth again. Thank you very much for what was a very enjoyable and I hope insightful conversation. And George and Dave. Sorry. case of me, possibly my self-consciousness. Um, uh, I'm, I'm amplifying that, and I'm projecting it <laughs> all over the place, when really it's me that's got turmoil. I need to, what do you say about me? <laughs>
1: I would say what I say to Nick every yeah. three to six months, I'm not
0: doing
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. therapy. Yes, <laughs> definitely doing an autism.
0: <laughs> Am I doing an autism? Um,
3: that sounds
0: really uncaring. And, um,
3: well, yeah. Um...